everybody can host a server. And if you want to get on their website, you need to get onto their server. And it, it is like going into somebody's house. Um, it, I mean, it could be very clean and very neat, but it could also be very dirty or they have a very mean dog or there could be anything going on. Maybe there are smokers, I don't know. And the same is right now with the internet. You just got to hold your breath, hope for the best. For transferring value, you have to go through servers, which is, which is terribly dangerous in a, in, in a way. Ladies and gentlemen, comrades, welcome to episode four of the Comfy Show. It is February 7th. 2023, we're bi-weekly in English now. We had a comment on the Dutch episode when English episode, well, here it is. Um, I remember I'll put the link in the comment uh, so you can find it. It's another season. We're going to have a chat about this. No, it's not marbles or flippos or whatever. Yes, I am ancient. This time it is AI. And now uh, we'll... Uh, Tim made a tweet. We're going to have a look. Gilbert Ferdian was on Twitter because a lot happened in these two weeks. Spoke about the SATP, the Secure Asset Transfer Protocol, previously ODAP and, uh, and the IETF. The working group is approved, which is magnificent news. Lackchain won an award. We're going to have a look at that. Just a tech guy made a tweet on Socrates which is, in our opinion, very relevant to the quant community. And an article just came into my mailbox, written by Andrew Carrier, quant network chief marketing officer. Um, there were some interesting tags and, and name drops, a lot of usual suspects. So we're going to comb through that. Um, well, not really comb through, but um, give you an overview of uh, what was discussed. Links for everything will be in the description, as well as the timestamps. Um, use them how you see fit. Tim. Hey. How's life? How's life? <laughs> uh, yeah. Better than last week. For the English listeners who didn't listen to us, couldn't listen to us. Uh, ah, last week was a bit messy on my side. I'm in between, uh, and not, not in between jobs, but in between well, assignments. Assignments, exactly. Yeah. So uh, that gave a bit of uh, unrest on my side and some personal things that weren't that okay last week. But a week has passed, things have gotten back to being pretty normal and here I am once again uh, recording the Comfy Show. I'm just uh, baffled by all the people being in uh, AI tokens at the moment, trying to study yeah. what's going on there and well, that's basically drawing my attention. And uh, I think we'll be chatting about it uh, later uh, this episode. So how, uh, yeah. so how are, are you, Jorno? Yeah, I'm well. I'm well. Doing the stay-at-home dad again mm. for a while now. Getting a little bit uh, back into the swing of things. And um, I like it. Playing a lot of Skyrim at the moment. I had an Assassin's Creed phase. So I yeah. finished. Um, oh, my God. I already forgot. I finished now Valhalla and Odyssey and Origins. 
So it was yeah. time for a change. So I dived back in, dove back into uh, Skyrim mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. On my last deployment, I played that game for, I believe, almost 1,200 hours. And it was a, a new update. And uh, I wanted to get, uh, get yes. that. So, Are updates still being rolled out for Skyrim? Yeah, they know. made an anniversary edition because they existed for oh, 10 yeah. years, which is really cool. They added a survival mode and a bunch of new... Uh, gear houses quests uh, it keeps me it uh, keeps me busy also gets me motivated for playing eso again elder scrolls online mm-hmm. anybody plays that let me know i'm uh pretty i was pretty decent I have a pretty decent account on, on pc i'm kind of hesitant to start over on xbox because that's a ton of work i, I think I'm, I'm i'm like uh it's not veteran anymore um yeah. but I believe I'm ranks 1800 or something like that. Um, but getting there and all the stuff that I invested, um, it will take a lot of time and a lot of money. Anyway, this is not a gaming channel, but that's no. what's keeping me busy. And, yeah, well. uh, and da- Damien, Damien got his shots. Uh, he's now one year old. Mm. He had his shots the other week. So he's a little bit under the weather as the microchips are starting to, to grasp into his neural system and stuff. Yeah. I'm joking for the people on our podcast. Um, so yeah, now he's a little bit under the weather, and uh, there's a bit of that going around in the Netherlands right now. My sister was so terribly ill; she has been horizontal for well over five days, which is okay. nothing like my uh, my sister. Yeah, I uh, visited her the other day; it looked like she was still dying, and that was four or five days in. So it was pretty crazy. But now, man, all, all is good. Super comfy. I love the, the Besides, development. Uh... Besides that, yeah, 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 man. But those well, are just yeah. th- things, things of life, and uh, that's uh, that's all good. Same on my end, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like things in life, they 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 they, they pause eventually. Like a week mm. goes by, and then things get back to normal. Then now, now you said we were not a gaming channel, but I am pretty excited, at least interested in that Hogwarts Legacy game. I know it's been this hype for a couple of years now, and it's coming out this week. So uh, I might uh, what, what, start what playing. What is that? Is that Harry it's Potter from or Harry, something? It's from Harry, Harry Potter, indeed. Yeah, and it's okay. pretty cool. Anyways, Never played uh, a single Harry Potter game. No, me neither. But apparently, it's it should be good. So uh, there are, are some cool games coming towards PS Five in the in the future. I mean, I'm on PlayStation. In the future, I'll buy an Xbox with it and the Game Pass there. But... Uh, yeah, might be exciting. We're not we're not a gaming channel. We we could do a special gaming episode somewhere uh, sometime in the future, though. Maybe but, let us know in the comments maybe. if you're interested. Maybe do a play yeah. along, or maybe I mean, we could uh, even create a clan uh, if we can find enough people on ESO. Did you play ESO? I I didn't. No. Ah, oh, that's a shame. I did. You can I did actually start, form. Uh, you can actually form clans there and then work together and uh, do um, how do you call these things? Dungeons and such. I know it's so not cool. like a boomer, like this is super fucking new and shit. I know that with all the World of Warcraft people are like, yeah, we've been doing that for ages. I never played that, but yeah. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, 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 so I'm in between assignments and I've started gaming a bit now, again now. I've returned to Battlefield. And actually the game is uh, better than the last time I uh, played it, Battlefield 2042. I still, okay. and I'm still okay, I guess. I mean, I, I didn't play the game for like, months 
But I mean, every time I return to, to Battlefield, I, I notice that I have my my muscle memory is still there, although they completely changed the, the, the controls. I heard I that, the control mapping, the, yeah. The, the control mapping is terrible. I think I've brought this in a couple of times already. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. At least they, they, they change things back around. And after this, we'll, we'll go into uh, crypto stuff. But and apparently EA found it necessary to completely change the layout of the controls. And now they've changed everything back to how it used to be. But it took them like a year and a half to, to switch things. I, I mean, I did manually uh, adjust everything back to my preferences. And now yeah. the basic settings are like how you, you would play any Battlefield game. I'm like, what do those de developers think? It doesn't make sense to me. But anyway, I was yeah. playing that it, today it, for a it, bit it, and I really enjoyed it. So it, it, it could be that there's a bunch of the utility because I noticed the same with Assassin's Creed that some of the utilities changed and some yeah. of the functionalities changed. So that's that way why they remapped everything. Um, but then they mapped it back. So it's no longer this for attack, but now it's this for attack. It's confusing. It's so annoying. Shit. Yeah. yeah. But it's also very, very accurate and, and interesting that we're, we're seeing this because it is us that's the problem. We are used to certain things. Sure. Yeah. And when they change the layout of the controls, we get agitated because that means extra work for us and confusion and dissonance. And uh, yeah, the same, uh, we'll get to that later. Yeah. communities. But no, AI right. season, AI season is yeah. interesting because if, if you hear something in the background that's Damien, I'm not sure if you can hear it. Apologies in advance, it cannot be helped. Um, but AI season right now, and this, this, this was, I mean, it, it happens, right? Every year in this season, in this period of time, February-ish, we get a new hype, it seems like, right? We had the dog coins in 2021. What was the thing in 2022 again? I forgot. I don't think it's, it's seasonal hype. as in that, that, that you can draw parallels to the month in the year. But I do no. know that right. they happen. I think last year around this time we were kind of recovering from a market wide dip i think mm. uh, quant uh, went all the way back to mm. like 75 euros mm. so it would be around 80 dollars i'm not sure mm. what we were doing a year uh, at least we started the comfy show in english uh, around this time last year but mm. yeah. um i'm not sure what kind of season it was a year ago but now it is definitely ai season and i put out a tweet so we ditched the gaming part. We're not going to talk about AI. Um, <laughs> that's fine. Uh, so I put out a tweet today. And um, you might have a look at it. Yeah. yeah so, so do you want to read it? Yeah. It reads, it's AI season, folks. Don't worry if you're missing out. In the piece I wrote a year ago, I said this about it from the quant holder perspective. Yeah. And then there's a bunch of text. You want me to read this as well? Nah, not necessarily. It, it is from like the chapter I wrote for uh, Nagato and Omega mm. in their ebook. Yeah. And um, I think it is kind of the, the my starting point for the rest of my narrative in there. So I basically say, well, what you will see in crypto is that every few months or at least after some time, you will see that the, the the narrative in the markets will change and that you will see 
that some kind of season is emerging. And then I'm first talking obviously about whether it is Bitcoin season or altcoin season. In the past, that used to be the two main drivers mm -hmm. of, of market activity. Mm -hmm. But then since well, a couple of years, since 2020, perhaps earlier, you've seen DeFi, the metaverse, um, in this case, AI, and there will be some others, uh, even more specific moments where all market momentum is focused around certain projects. And mm -hmm. what I'm basically saying here is that, well, don't really feel bad if you're missing out on the casino, um, because from our perspective, it doesn't really matter here because whatever the next mm. big thing is, it is all about the, the fact that they need interoperability at the end of the day. So um, mm. whatever is driving the crypto market, it will need to be yeah. interoperable because it needs to connect to all those other projects doing the same thing. Otherwise, it won't I, be a success. I agree, but interoperability is useless if there are no new projects. Of course. Sure. So in this case, right, we're talking Tau. So that's called that's BitTensor, VXV. Yeah. And there's a bunch of others that are probably well known to you guys, not that much to us. Uh, I own both, like like a handful, right? I think um, R and DR is also one of the things that is being. Um... Oh yeah, so was that renderer? Yeah, renderer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I said, I, I own both VXV and Tau. I had VXV ever since what they were. 2020, three cents, seven cents, what's not. Yeah. Then I sold a ton. Then I bought back in a couple of times for a tiny amount of money. And BitTensor just kept getting spammed in my DMs by, by friends and by fellow admins. I was like, eh, okay, now well, might, might as well get some exposure. So I bought like, like a couple and uh, didn't really read up on it, to be honest, but I didn't want to miss out. So I threw a little bit of change uh, at it, but that was at, well, that was at, at 48, yeah. $48, something like that euros. I can remember. Um, that's, that's, that's late, but early my, my thinking was, and this was like three, four, uh, a little bit over a month back when I bought this, like, yeah, eh, might as well get a couple tokenomics, have some exposure. Yeah, the only thing I know is that it is Bitcoin-esque tokenomics. I was like, okay, let's buy it. But where where I'm heading with this, because this is not a shill for, for, for AI right. tokens, Bit -sensor. Yeah. is if you had exposure to it like a couple of months ago, I, like I did, I'd say just be, be happy, be fortunate or not, and just look for a, a top you think is top and, and, and maybe get out. Or do as I do and just just hold it. And this is obviously not financial advice because I have no goddamn clue what I'm doing. But one thing you should not do, and we spoke about this in the Dutch group, is trying to get in on the action whilst chasing green candles. Yeah. And I, I gave the example of the crow in the cornfield, right? Everybody is trying to get like this little bit of, of, of corn or grain, whatever. But they don't see the giant, what is that, a columbine driving up? So. Yeah, or combine. Mm -hmm. And uh, and they'll get shredded in the end because the people that are have been have been shilling it for years. And the reasons that AI is so interesting now is obviously because of chat GPT. And there's a lot of um, 
there's just a lot of chatter and, and talk about all these things, how they become the next big thing, not only in crypto, but also in uh, traditional markets. I was listening to a podcast of Tim Ferriss the other day, mm-hmm. and I can't remember whom he spoke with, but that guy was also really interested. And he's like this big uh, uh, venture capitalists, right? And he was speaking about it and, 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 and told him that his company which is like also billions of dollars in uh, assets under management, um, is, is, is looking at it. So there's a lot of there's there's a lot of buzz, but those guys probably already got in early if they are in, and and they will be taking profits, and that that is not dumping on you. I know that feels like that because you were late, but they're not dumping; they're taking profits. And if you were that yeah. early, you'd be taking profits as well. So try and put this, yourself in the position of the people that were early. And we're going to get the same with Quant, right? Um, there are going to be people that are going to be buying Quant or multiple multiples more than you bought it. And they will be paying, as we did, three, four hundred easily uh, a Q&T, whilst other people bought for three to five. So they made their 100x, they're selling but they're not dumping on you. They are taking profits, but because they have like 100 to to 1K, they have more to dump or sell, and that's Mm. hurting you or suppressing price um, and not working for you. doesn't mean that people are dumping. It also doesn't mean that that people are scheming because that is what I'm, I'm seeing a lot. People are sucking people into the space, but by definition, right? It's obviously happening but they're sucking people in so they can dump their bags oh there's filthy influencers then they suck they suck everybody in and then uh they proceed to to dump on everybody uh, to enrich themselves um i think that is an over um it's an exaggeration of what is going on and it is very much fed by our own feeling of disappointment or defeat or or whatever. Um, yeah, we're looking a little bit strange because the recording, something happened. I don't know what yeah. happened. Maybe Tim was playing around. No, uh, your uh, connection uh, lost. So the the first thing I do is stop the recording immediately. My so connection so- lost? No, I was thinking... Yeah, I- no, 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 you literally froze. You're, all the sound was gone and your face was... Anyway. Okay. Um, anyway, moving on. Yeah. So yeah. Th- that's going to happen with the AI tokens, right? Everybody was early. I heard from a couple of guys. They got in at, at $0.07 cents for BitTensor. They will be taking profits, right? We're at $70, uh, $70 now. So that's like... Uh, Even more, I guess. I-, I have no idea. I don't watch the price, to be honest. Um, but pe- people are going to take their, their 10 axes, their 100 axes. So... What you could potentially do, and this is not financial advice once again, is look where the volume spikes were, where a lot of people got in, and then take the mental um, multiples, right? 10x, 25x, 50x, 100x, 1000x. Those Xs from that volume will probably be setting points. I mean, that's how my psychology works. I don't know how about yours. But um, Tim, what do you have to add on this? Because I've been ranting. Yeah, um, well, I think kind of 
agree with you and i also do not at the same time um because well indeed people can complain that the people taking profits are dumping on you mm. and that is well unfair because well you would logically logically take profits as new people are flowing into the markets are providing liquidity and are pumping the price on the other hand, mm-hmm. uh, I do think, and I think that is also a bit of the criticism that was being voiced by some people in the Dutch community, is that there are some influencers involved here who do not necessarily have the purest name in the crypto space. And mm. I partially agree, because I think what also happens, and I'm not sure if that's the case with BitTensor, though, so don't get me wrong. I'm not it's sure. Hundred dollars. Okay, right uh, I, I have no idea about the project. I don't know the team behind it. I cannot say anything about it. Neither do you... I. No. I have well, no you clue. Just made it, you just made a two x. So congrats. Um, but <laughs> what you do see, and also that is something that I'm trying to stay clear of, is that these influencers are getting early access before everyone else. Uh, to certain projects so they can buy yeah. for prices that other people cannot so that there is no uh, you cannot really say that there is like an equal entry between everyone no. so no. when you were more important uh, you could literally you can literally buy for lower prices than the rest of the community but that is that is true and, and let me interrupt real quick because that is true and it is necessary for a lot of projects because what those guys do right I see. In, I, I view influencers this way. Mm-hmm. Let's say somebody approaches us. Yeah, we'll, we'll never ever get in bed with with people like that or with contracts like that. But that, that's not our stick. But let's say people approach us like, okay, we got this quant thing. Um, read up on it. If you think it's a cool thing, we could get you a decent price and you can promote it. Mm-hmm. We then proceed to dive in, do our due diligence, look at the project. And we then shill, for lack of a better word, that project. So yeah. we give it, we give it some some airtime, we give it some references, we're looking at it, and then the ball is in the one that is watching this episode or listening to this episode right now. And and here's my point: we give you an opportunity. We had an opportunity, we give you an opportunity. We give you the opportunity to look into this, we pre-digest everything so we do a part of your work and um, we we give our judgment to a degree and and then the ball is in your court and what you then need to do is do your due diligence do your own research and then make a decision but it is not my our responsibility what you do if you proceed like i did with tau ah there's so many people in my in my dms i'll just get a handful of those tokens that's what I did. Mm-hmm. And will, will it fail or will it flourish? I don't know, because I have no goddamn clue what I invested in. Mm-hmm. But if it fails, I will not get into those guys' DM crying um, that, that, that they misled me. Because they, they are just, in this case, us. We are just influencers giving you information, giving you exposure. And yes, not all influencers are created equal, right? There are cabals of uh, just an example, uh, pancake swap shitcoin projects 
that are created with one purpose, and that is just to get as much liquidity in a short time as possible and then dump the shit out of it. Yeah. But that's also why your research comes in. Yes, I was late to BitTensor. Yes, I was I was arguably late to Quant. I mean, I was one of the first, whatever, 6K in, in 2020, but, but still it felt late. There were people that bought for, for under a dollar. I bought for five-ish and still felt late, but now it feels early because it's a good project. As I read up on it, it looked good. So I took a calculated risk. And that's the, the, the main difference. I've, we've been involved in shitcoin gambling ourselves, Truebit. Well, I'm not sure if you also got involved in that. I haven't, but that, no. that's a good example. There was a lot of buzz and a lot of hype. And, and, and I threw well over five figures in. And thank God I got out with my life and all my money by, not, by, by stopping to listen to people and just dollar cost averaging out whenever it, it, it hit a certain point. But some people lost well over seven figures in, in, in that because we all got too excited and we didn't do the research. We just assumed things. And that was actually not the company, but that was just a guy with deep pockets creating a bonding curve with an algorithm. He had just had really deep pockets and he created this really nice thing um, and then pulled Zerug in a way. Um, mm. But we all fell for it eyes open but if an influencer and, and 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 we all know a couple of guys within the quant community that have this reputation and i think it is not necessarily fair i mean errors in judgment is not the same as misleading people mm -hmm. um, and you can always argue about people's intentions but you never notice people's intentions um, I, I think the projects that got brought up mostly are projects with potential, but a lot of things fail, right? So do we then blame the influencer for our own behavior? Uh, I don't think I don't think that, that that's fair to be honest. Do, do you remember where you were, Tim? Sorry for this long yeah, well, rant again. I mean, I mean, I can imagine that you can always say, well, it's the investors who are ultimately responsible, and, and that is true to a certain extent, but I also do not think that you should underestimate the power of certain individuals in the crypto space. And they sure. are definitely abusing their situation for their own gain. And um, that makes me skeptical. As soon as I see their names uh, related to a certain project, I yeah, that's kind fine. of automatically assume that they have gotten some kind of entry price and that they will most likely start to sell as soon as their followers come in so but, but that is their prerogative that, that's their prerogative it is that's it is game. But that's I, the game without it, it is, you wouldn't even know it is but are we doing it ourselves for example what do you mean would, we? Would you, would you do it like that we go approach random protocols hey and that we no, but that, that's not our that's not our shtick but some people are just really good at bringing out information to people they have a certain reputation they built up uh, maybe they have a network of people that they know. We also know a bunch of people. I mean, we, we were really early in Galileo. Mm -hmm. That's a sure. very, very good example. Uh, we spoke about that. Definitely. But I, I will not be talking about Galileo for that reason. Like, I'm not going to comment. <laughs> uh, no, but how is it different from, from other people? How is it different? How is it, yeah. 
I refrain from making promotions for something I'm well really invested in. I don't think it's ethical. Yeah, but did we or did or did we not? Because we spoke about this and sure, sure, we 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 we, we spoke about it, but always from the perspective of coming from the quant community talking about well this is the thing that's being built on overledger well, but i'm refraining to kind of comment on things which are that is true but can you try section and stuff can you doing... imagine i mean there are well over a hundred people mm -hmm. most likely dutch belgium that invested in galileo because we were involved i was the coo for a while uh, I, 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 I can uh, I can imagine that, but I'm just not going to comment on it. No, I'm not going to promote stuff uh, I am personally no. invested in. No, okay. no, but, but 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 we did, and people know that we were there, and we spoke about it in the Quantum Show. So mm -hmm. let's say that Galileo crashes and burns, which is not is, is a possibility, right? Yeah. Let's say they they hit a bump in the road, and everything burns to the ground, and the token. If it gets launched, doesn't get launched, goes to zero. Yeah. And let's say people lose their money. Mm -hmm. What do you think will happen with RDMs? We will be called shitcoin shillers. And we will be most likely on that same list as other people have their um on, on their shit list. Well, I'm not sure what you all said about Galileo in the past, but I've always made clear that it could go to zero and it could okay. evaporate. And uh, but, well, but, but, I, I am the, the, that doesn't redeem it. you. That doesn't no, redeem us. No, but I mean, I've only always said, well, I'm covering it because no, of the relationship you're, to You're missing to the point. Ones. The point is, people will always feel that they've been done wrong when a project fails. We spoke about it. We covered it. We told them we had it. We, I worked for them. If mm -hmm. it fails, and that's all I'm saying, people will come into your DMs, most likely, or talking behind our backs. Ah, the coffee show was shell again, and now they're dead. The project, yeah. not Confucio. Yeah, so it's it's it, it, I mean, yeah. we we knew we know what we did, and we know why where we try to stay away from, right? We we try to keep our boundaries regarding yeah. shilling and stuff. But that's our definition, and that's our perception, and that is our reality. And but if, if we, you know, well, I think if we know that people are. Um, well, sensitive to what we are doing, I think we should stay away from it at all, right? People are and, always and sensitive to, to things, right? Yeah, but I mean, and that's the reason. I think when you have some form of power and, and knowledge, uh, you could abuse that easily. And I, I just don't feel like doing that at all. Uh, and, and, and sure, people can blame no, you, and that's fine. But as long as I think that I've made a reasonable point, I think there is nothing... No, they I can agree. say it, and then it's their, I... their own responsibility. But if I see how certain influencers, certain people in this community have acted... Can you that imagine is, that, that they feel not, the same? You cannot justify that. Can you imagine they feel the same? Can you imagine that they feel that they have just been providing information? Hmm. And that we are labeling them as, well, as we, dumpers and scammers we, and we, we have polluters? The only thing we've done so far is talking about fundamentals here right yeah. we haven't also because the token isn't listed yet uh there's been a pre-sale so we made people aware that they can enter yeah. um but i'm we are not uh, at least i think sure we, we might do it uh to just have a look at the charts 
the future. Uh, but I, I don't think that we will be taking a course of trying to start talking about like the price action of a certain token, right? We do no, it with no, 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 no. Yeah, but that's, that's fine. Uh, exactly, and we didn't necessarily <laughs> got in first, so I think we are more neutral there. But I just don't think it's very ethical to start talking about price actions. And sure, cover yourself all you want behind this non-financial advice, but. You, you have an audience and you have people listening to you. And, and I think some people in this community are abusing it. And it's, mm, it's, 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 it's not good. It's not a good development. So mm. actually when, when they, I mean, people it, it, lose it is trust, of all times, right? It is of all times. The SEC it, it has specific regulations. You cannot tweet about companies that are um, yeah. listed. You cannot public, publish things during market open for stocks yeah and um, i also think that the, the dutch authorities are going after certain influencers because of this hmm. behavior and i yeah, think they yeah. fully deserve it they should be jilt in some cases i, yeah, I wouldn't care i literally sure. wouldn't care Lock them for up. sure for sure but we, we got here because of because of the ai thing yeah sorry and <laughs> no 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 the, the, no no I, I went on two tangents as well because this is a really heated topic and what what, what, what my argument is is you make your own decisions. You spend your money, most cases, unless you got hacked or exploited. But even then, then it is still your decisions that led you there because MetaMask is safe, right? Ledger is safe. Banks are relatively safe. Um, it, it's behavior that guides everything. It's your choices, your decisions. Everything starts in your brain. So use your brain. And, and, and in the case of men, use your big head, not your small head. And, and, and be careful with the green candles and the narrative chasing. And yes, Nothing. it could very well do another 10x from here. It could, um, and, but it will inevitably correct. I don't know how much. Man, maybe, maybe it keeps going. Yeah. No one knows. No. But history has shown us that these seasons, yeah, remember doggy season, remember uh, doe season, remember God the knows what else season. Metaverse, uh, DeFi. No, <laughs> yeah, agreed. I agree with it, you. And I think if we step away from the influencer side on on, on this part, yeah. something else to say there this episode. But um, yeah, use your brain. Uh, at, at least use your ratio. I, if you look at certain chats right now, it, it reads like the Comfy Lounge in September 2021. Yeah, uh, and you should question yourself how sustainable this is. And sure, it might it might continue for a bit, but yeah. become more and more cautious my biggest I, mistake is being in a hurry yeah being in a hurry being in a rush and and that's also a piece of advice uh, when it comes to ledger and when it comes to uh, your own finances make sure that everything is set up in a way that when you need to get to it you know where it is and how you need to operate everything Exactly. So every yeah. now and again, just plugging in your ledger, getting it from the secret hiding spot, um, and 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 just trying to do a transaction and then just cancel it in the end, that will be invaluable. It is like I was in the military, right? It's like training with your weapon, doing everything over and over. So when the shit hits the fan, let's say there is a humongous pump and you plan to sell it, your fingers will be shaking. So you might want to have everything ingrained in your muscles and in your brain. And the same goes with knowing your exchanges. Know what the fiat on and off ramps 
take, what the necessities are, make sure your KYC is in check. So you have no nerves and you have no stress that if you want to do something, um, you are accustomed to the operations because there's in the burn wallet from Quant, the burn wallet contains like what, 7,000 tokens or 3,000 tokens for that, I can remember. But all from people that made mistakes, they just sent freaking tokens to the burn contract. And that is not because those people are idiots. Most likely people just are, are inexperienced. Yeah. So, so, so take your time, no rush, no haste. If you feel the FOMO, you feel it in your gut, that's, that's absolutely the time to step back and reflect a bit on why you are feeling that way for a token that you do not own yet. Yeah. Um, so and also uh, bear in mind that FOMO and um, fear. Uh, I mean, greed and fear are <laughs> the same emotion, and they usually <laughs> go uh, well align with exactly the same market uh, behavior. That at the moment yeah. you feel FOMO, it's gonna drop, and at the moment you feel total fear, like I did in past uh, in June when I sold. Yeah. Uh, the market started bouncing back. So, so please be aware of what you're doing right now and, and notice yeah. that these seasons might continue and yeah. there might be very good things. But yeah. Please consider what you're doing uh, yeah. because it usually ends up like you do not expect it. Yeah, and for me, right, most most coins and tokens are just a plain no. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll give you a couple of examples. Chainlink for me is a plain no. Check D is a plain no. Um Monero, Bitcoin Cash, all those things are plain no. But if it, if a coin is like ah maybe uh, uh, then I'll just get like a, 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 like like I said a handful, just so that uh, I had the same with with BitTensor. I needed to get it out of my bandwidth. It just kept rolling in the background, and then I'll just get a get a get a wee bag of it, mm. or a bag that I think could give some decent returns, and I'll just buy once and then i'm not going to go candle chasing then i just have some exposure and i looked into my coin gecko list i've owned about what 50 coins in the past three years but seldom did i have more than like 1000 euro in in, in a token or in a coin and that yeah. just limits my losses it limits my my stress level it minimizes it um, and in many cases, if you're early enough, you could get some decent returns. I mean, I think a third of my quant bag is is from flipping uh, coins, just the, the get getting early in the AOBT, the HTR, uh, XCM, all those things. Mm -hmm. And I think it's mostly luck. I mean, a lot of people want to believe that there's a formula or something. I, I think it's just luck. And and not overexposing yourself and every now and then, I mean, yeah. most of the things are just just a hell no, right? Yeah, I think it's luck in the sense that it is a casino, mm. but it's also fishing, like we mm. said. Uh, I mean, if you do really good research, you will find some projects which might be undervalued. If you think logically, you, you can spot patterns, but then still, there are. More than I 10,000 cryptos to choose from. And well, 
tried I to find well. a needle in a haystack, you know? It's, it's I did very well difficult. on most of Dreadbongo's calls from 2020. So yeah. I the the LBT, uh, ZCX, uh, HTR, uh, all those tokens, um, I did well on them. I, I almost sold the top and almost everything by accident, not because of TA or whatever, but just, ah, quant is down, they are up. Fuck it. Might as well get rid of them now and flip them into quant. That, that's, that, that's how I roll. <laughs> um, so yeah, a lot of people giving bongo shit for for being a being a being a shitcoin peddler. Um, I I did well with with a lot of his calls. Granted, I, d- I mean almost everything went down ninety five percent plus, right? So also his coins went down ninety five percent plus. So yeah, he had some bad calls for sure. Everybody has them, and he also uh, went into the dirt himself a couple of times, apologizing, explaining. I don't, don't want to get into a review of Drabongo. Um, but there, there, I know more people that did well with the calls he made. But yeah, there's also people that did worse. But yeah, yeah, 99% of people lose money even in a bloody stock market, which is only up if you zoom out far enough. So it's uh, like Tim said, manage your fear, manage your greed, use your brain. And and in the end, there's nobody to blame but yourself, right? Yeah, true. Um, although or to I'm, or to applaud well, and celebrate. I mean, you can do yeah. well as well, and then it's also your responsibility. Yeah, although I've no clue at the moment what direction the market is heading. It could literally go anywhere, um, and and usually it's a bit more predictable. Uh, but this time around, I'm not sure because there are so many. Yeah variables uh that are in play it's it's could literally go anywhere at this point i yeah. don't know because yeah, usually looking... what, what we've seen before we go into the price section uh yeah, yeah. sorry yeah. what you usually see is bitcoin price action uh going up well that 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 happens and then and followed by some other coins but this time around i don't really feel like uh, most projects are really going up at least they're being stable and it's mainly the, the the money that is flowing into the, those AI coins. Yeah, but there is so much in play at the moment. It, it's completely unpredictable. Looking at Bitcoin, Bitcoin is up thirty six percent over thirty days. Um, looks pretty decent. Had a pretty big run up on January fourteenth, January twelfth to January fourteenth. That was level a bit, then went up a bit. A lot of you guys know better than than we do. Uh, but Bitcoin is now on, uh, this is euros, 21,500. Let me flip that to dollars because people love that. 23K right now for Bitcoin. Um, Quant is currently on CoinGecko position 36, 140 US dollars on the 30 days. Um, we went from 113 yeah so we did a 22.8% so it's like a 8% lower than bitcoin yeah uh, we're even up compared to a year ago apparently yeah that's interesting yeah just a dash since a year we're up 3.4% which is pretty cool yeah tim found an article in dutch 
And Quant yeah. was actually um, featured there um, in, in just some random analysis thing, not a really a, a crypto thing I felt. No. Um, and, and, and well, <clears throat> we, we already made the points in English, so it's not, not necessary to, to repeat it, but if you forgot, uh, year over year, Quant did a minus 40% in 2022 yeah. from the 1st of January until the last day of December. And yeah. well, that, that wasn't too bad considering that the S&P did a minus 20%. Yeah, and then <laughs> Bitcoin minus 60-ish. Yeah, minus 60, minus 70%, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not too bad, not too bad. Um, sure. And we'll have to see what kind of direction we'll be taking. And uh, interesting for sure, at least. And uh, I did, I. It, it did spark my interest and it does spark my interest in, in, in being in crypto once again. But it also remembers me if I was exposed to those other coins. Uh, it, it reminds me at least of, of the period in 2021 when everything was pumping and pumping and pumping and Quant yeah. was staying stable. Uh, what I was doing was just flipping, just like Garna did, flipping it back into Quant. Uh, yeah. Selling my Bitcoin, selling my Ethereum, selling Polkadot, etc. cetera. Yeah. So yeah, you, please you, keep you, that you in mind. You've been calling for, for, for that euphoria today. I do not see that euphoria at all. Uh, in, 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 in AI coins, I do see trends pointing towards euphoria. If you read those chats, if you, if you go into yeah, it, the, the but, narrative literally is that everything is around the corner and that it will happen tomorrow. I don't but, see it happen, sorry. Look at, look at the top, top 15. There's no definitely massive, no massive spikes, no uh, exceptional crazy shit. I mean, definitely, but we should also remember that the money from those other projects is now flipping mm. to towards those specific coins. Maybe. So maybe. it is. I think it kind of. I'm not saying it correlates, but I think there are some slight I mean, correlation I see, here. I, I see fat is up 104 on the week. I mean that is that that's a lot, but not super duper crazy. Baby Doge, that's fucking crazy. Up 122%. People, what is wrong with you? What are you doing with your money? Yeah, I mean, even with fat too. I mean, it's up like 104%. I think Factor Space is up 120% on the week. That's pretty significant. Yeah. Coins are literally that, just going parabolic. And that uh, is, but but look, look, look at where. I, I know where it's space. going from. It, it's I mean, position 507. Its all-time high was well over $30, $30 $20? Yeah. I think it's, it's all-time high. Yeah, 94%. PXP is still 94% down. So I, I don't know. And I know that results of the past are not indicative for potential for the future or whatever you want to call it. But look at this. This is the VXV chart on the maximum time frame. This is, I mean, they have a long, long way to go. If, yeah, I don't know. I mean, they, they are technically all micro caps, right? The market cap is 42 million now. Yeah. And, and, and the volume is 3 million USD for, for VXV, 3 million. Yeah. It's like absolutely positively nothing. So I I feel what you're calling euphoria is 
it's, it's just people testing the water, to be honest. I mean, it could very well be wrong and it could all just collapse in a bit, but I think the whole AI thing could very well have legs because there are so many entities talking about it. And I mean, big companies, right? This is in that regard, a wee bit different than than the doggy coins. I do the, agree with you. The DeFi stuff. But the esports yeah, there are yeah, yeah, coins yeah, now randomly pumping uh, based on nothing but the fact that AI is a narrative and there is yeah, not yeah, a yeah, lot yeah. of there is not a lot of evidence to back it up. And at some point people will realize that. So yeah. I, I'm not buying yeah, yeah. it personally, literally. No, no, that's also not what I'm saying, but calling euphoria for 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 an for, for a niche, I don't know. Because when the euphoria for the dog coins occurred in 2021, everything was going going bananas by that time. Because it was it was pretty clear that people were selling off like their their top 50 coins to get into the, the, the god knows what. Um that's not really there. And that there's euphoria in the groups, that's obvious. That's uh I mean, if if you look at the Galileo group when the NFTs were about to launch, they had every time I watched well over a hundred messages. That could be called a euphoria. Um maybe mm-hmm. if you're in there with your uh, with your with your face if you just dropped in um at yeah. least it's just excitement uh oh uh, but... for, for sure there's 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 life in the market again which is really really good because it was really really fucking dead so... at the end of and it's good because at the end of the day a profit's made it's a serious game but people are at least getting into the market and the profits being made will eventually turn towards solid projects and that means that the money eventually spin around and, and come towards us or not uh, it could very well just evaporate i mean if gilbert look, delivers at least that's what we're look, look at now. what happened with the, with the ftx shit nobody profited well almost nobody because that that just went to zero and there was not a lot of value extracted at all so right. if, if a project dies it doesn't mean that the value actually gets transferred to something else it could literally just evaporate that that can happen there's there's no um how do you say energy <laughs> energy can just evaporate when it comes to, to, to valuations of companies it doesn't mean that if you put one dollar into the market cup raises one dollar that's obviously not how it works i mean something could just get decimated but no value extracted Right. Not sure how so, that works, honestly. Because eventually well, for every every seller knows a buyer. Yeah, that is every true. Buyer knows a seller. So. Th- that that is true. But if somebody decides um with very, very uh with deep pockets and a lot of influence that he's going to dump a ton of Bitcoin for, for a certain price, and everybody would follow for that same price. And that's like half the current price right now. You, you can have a selling volume that is way lower mm-hmm. or way higher, but that, that just the price dips, that it just jumps back, especially yeah. with those really cheap projects. That's the slippage, right? You can have massive slippage. And that means that you do not have to put in 10K to raise the market cap 10K. 
you yeah. can put in one dollar and raise the market cap by a million. If if, yeah. if somebody decides to pay for Doge, yeah, one dollar uh, now. I'm just not sure how this mechanic exactly works. Uh, no. But what I do know is that people, there are people profiting. For every major loss, for every major crash, there is always yeah, that, someone that, that winning is... money. And the short sellers made a fortune. Uh, yeah, that's so... true. That's true. But what, what I was trying to say is that you do not necessarily always have that funds are getting extracted and rerouted to other protocols. Yes, there's always people making money. There's always people losing money. But it's not one-to-one, right? That 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 fairy tale of um, the, how do you call them? The, the, the high market caps, low market cap, medium market cap, that flow thing. I mm. haven't seen that last year. And people no. keep claiming that it happens. Same as that there's all these people coming into the main group of quant. How many tokens are there on exchanges? I'm like, no. I, don't, I don't even respond to them anymore because to me, it's an idiotic metric. And it was very relevant back when Bitcoin was the only thing in the fucking world and mm. everybody carried everything on their ledger or whatever. But right now with custody solutions, with more normies entering the space, there are not as many people holding their tokens on a self-custodial wallet anymore. No, they're just no, no. not. And and then there's people like Tim and I, we choose to have a certain portion of our stacks on exchanges. Yeah, Those once again, for being rapid in response, yeah. as soon as the market starts pumping and we want to sell. Yeah, or I mean, or, or, or just need liquidity, right? Yeah, so one way or another, things are more complicated than they seem. And I agree with you yeah. about that. I'm also I'm now quite a couple of years in crypto and, and stocks, but I still, I'm still not sure about the, the, the market cap story. It's a recurring discussion, but... But I do know, and the point I was trying to originally make. Well, Tim, technically, that, if we if, if we start a TQS token, the, the Quantum token, yeah, we can just decide that we we, we put it on market. We create like ten thousand, and we say the price is one cent. If one person says, "I'll just buy a hundred for a dollar," then your market cap is instantly a uh, hundred x from what it was. Because yeah. that's how it works. The last paid price defines the market cap. Yeah. yeah, yeah, sure. But that also, I mean, we are constantly talking about this. What is it? Thirty trillion market cap around twenty thirty, something like that. Fifty trillion. I don't know. Yeah. At least, but that 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 does have consequences because it means that people are apparently willing to pay so much money in the, in the future, with which will make us richer. So, yeah. I mean, there, there's a lot of psychology and lots of dynamics. Let's not go that way. But the only point I was trying to make here is that as soon as people make money because of these market conditions, it will flow back into solid projects. And then yeah. it will flow in towards the usual suspects. And I think Q&T <laughs> is it, it goes into other shit coins and it evaporates there. Uh, that is also uh, a possibility unless we do our work um, and, and then we are one of the usual suspects uh, where money will flow into. Okay, enough about Moving market on. caps. And, uh, I mean, we, we will have this discussion eternally, I guess, because yeah, there are so yeah, many yeah. variables and factors. Yeah. And 
I don't think there is necessarily a truth here. You have people saying market caps matter, people saying that they are kind of irrelevant. Yeah. We will always have this discussion, I think. We will never For sure. settle the debate. For sure. What sure. we can kind of settle is the news about Q&T. So let's, uh, let's focus on that because there was yeah. kind of a tweet storm uh, Last couple of yes, days. there's a, there's a lot more buzz on um, on quant, on interoperability, on oh, practically everything quant related, and we're starting yeah. with uh, with good old Gil. Yeah. So what we have here is a tweet from February fourth by Gilbert Verdian. Today, I was very pleased to hear the official approval of the Secure Asset Transfer Protocol, SATP, working group in the IETF. So the Secure Asset Transfer Protocol, he'll elaborate a bit later. Uh, we'll get through that. Um, it, it used to be ODAP, the Open Digital Asset Protocol, collaboration between MIT, Quant, and another one I forgot, I believe IBM. Um, but we'll, we'll dive into this a bit. So this has been a tremendous effort over the last two years, working with Thomas Harjano from MIT, Connection, Surf, uh, Connection Science, Martin Hargreaves, and Wes Hardecker. Um, there's a screenshot here from an email uh, from Wes Hardecker. I hope most of you have seen the announcement, but just in case you haven't, the SCTP working group is officially open and running. It's now time to buckle down and deliver what we promised in the charter. Thank you to everyone that has put so much effort into getting this off the ground. It's been a bumpy ride, but now it's time to get down to work and deliver the documents we promised we would. Cheers and see you at IETF 116, either in person or virtually, signed Wes Hardecker. Um, so that was what Gilbert uh, included in his tweet. And let's give this some more clouds. So, um, Wes Hardecker and colleagues from Intel, IBM, Ernst & Young News, etc. This working group is also chaired by Quant Network's very own Claire Facer. The journey to IETF, starting in early 2003, while at CSC, the Computer Sciences Corporation, which is now DXC Technology, working as a security architect across private and public sector. And this is Gil's origin story. Um, how he came to this idea and um, the tweet is in the description but how how this came to be and came to exist and what is interesting um, is, is the examples that he gives right he talks about TCP IP which is the internet in the early 80s he talks about protocol standards uh, like SMTP, HTTP, SSL, TLS. Um, these are all the password things and the encryption protocols we use for our internet and routers and, and such. Those things are all standardized. Um, he talks about the, what the DoD did with the, the predecessor of the internet, uh, ARPANET, uh, in a way. He's talking about his ISO standards group the TC-307. Um, so this is definitely worth a read to deep dive into this. Um, he concludes with, I am very much looking forward to working on SCTP and seeing 
how the industry will implement it in their products and networks. Latest draft of the RFC is located at, there's a link there. So why is this cool? Well, because ODAP, SATP, is not going to be replacing the internet. Internet will stay. It will be an additional layer on top of this. And the biggest problem with the internet is not secure, right? Because everybody can host a server. And if you want to get on their website, you need to get onto their server. And it, it is like going into somebody's house. Um, it, I mean, it could be very clean and very neat, but it could also be very dirty or they have a very mean dog, or there could be anything going on. Maybe they're, they're smokers, I don't know. And the same is right now with the internet. You just got to hold your breath, hope for the best. For transferring value, you have to go through servers, which is, which is terribly dangerous in a, in, in a way. Uh, you can get a, a direct line with VPNs and such, and... That's then more complicated and etc. But it's still not good for value because it cannot be trusted. So the Open digit, Digital Asset Protocol, SATP, Secure Asset Transfer Protocol, I still need to work to the terminology, yeah. is going to define how um, messages, value, and money get transacted. And what makes this interesting is their approach is what is in between gateways and gateways you guys know so you have a remote connected gateway on the one end remote connected gateway on the other end and if, if if i'm now holding up my left hand and my right hand my thumb and my index finger with a space in between those are the gateways so on the ends of my index fingers that is where the servers will be and the secure asset transfer protocol will in be in between my thumbs so what you now see is that the remote connector gateways are like the buffer in between the routers, meaning that if something gets transferred from my left hand to my right hand, it does not have to go anywhere. It can make a direct connection. It can be totally encrypted because it's getting encrypted on my left index finger and it gets decrypted on my right index finger, but on the server side of things. So the gateways know nothing. The gateways store nothing. The gateways cannot manipulate anything. And then the thumbs are sending the message standardized, mind you, um, from one to the other. And now imagine that I had a, a 10 thumbs and 10 index fingers, and they are all sending the same message from one end to the other. And then you also have your consensus figured out. So what is happening in between those gateways, that is what they are creating. Um, that's going to be the extra layer on the internet, if you will. And it mm -hmm. will be using the internet, but it will use a different protocol. Same as that the darknet still exists. And this is like way, way, way out of my, my, my knowledge and my comfort zone talking about different internets. But there are, I believe, three or four internets underneath or on top or parallel to the current internet um, on which you can do things. And we're just using the WWW. But there's other options. And ODEP will be, to my understanding, SATP, um, one of those. And that will be, if I remember correctly, an open source solution. And it will be standardized, ISO, et cetera. That's why they are in bed with the IETF. 
Tim, was that more or less understandable to you? Trying to process what you just said. Uh, but to to degree, did you get the analogy from the thumb I mean, and the index finger? Not necessarily, but I did get the last part. <laughs> I mean, no, I was just trying to process what you said. I think if I, I listen it. No, you didn't. I think if you just re-listen it, it will make sense. And I'm not that fast to try to understand complex issues. Mm. Um, but I do understand the last part that you said, uh, as in that they are simply building a layer on, on, on top or above or beneath, I don't know, based on the current internet, so that, that you will get a new type of protocol through which everything functions. Uh, the internet is just the internet, right? And, and, we spoke I, about... and I have no clue how the internet works. It's just I log in on the website and it starts working and I don't really care what the technology is, honestly. It, it's just it works, cables. It's, it's cables. Yeah. It's data streams. No, no, no. Yeah. Listen, listen, listen. We, we, we looked at this. We looked at this. The entire infrastructure, the internet, that's a given. That's like all the submarine cables for Lackchain. Lackchain, we're getting to that in a bit as well. Um, but it's just data. It's just data going through cables from A to B. That's, that's the internet. And there's a bunch of cables going around the world. And that is how data gets transferred. ODAP, uh, sorry, SATP, will use that same quote-unquote bandwidth, the, those yeah, same cables. Okay. But the software that you, you create on top of it is different. And I think that is what they're hinting at and they've yeah. been working on it for quite a while now and they've made yeah. another significant step yeah, forwards for sure. and that is terrorism and and whatever it means for us i have no clue but it's a good yeah. thing and yeah i think we should well, conclude it there and that there are some people very knowledgeable clarify. people in our community we can help out but i have no clue yeah. i can clarify a bit so this is not a quant token fueled solution right um, no, I brought not. up on my screen, by the way, the IETF active working groups, because the proof is in the pudding. You can look this up, datatracker.ietf.org slash WG, um, and then just look for SATP. And then you can see the SATP group responsible ad is Paul Wouters. He's a Dutchman. And or Belgian. Oh, touche, touche. And, and you got, uh, yeah, sorry, I clicked this here, SATP. And then you got uh, Claire also here. Let's Claire Facer from, uh, from Quant. Um, so this is not Quant operated, mind you. Quant has been integral in the development. Yeah, they've been in, in this group since the, the beginning, just beginning. about. Yeah, and uh, Martin Hargreaves has been talking about this. And they are, there have been a ton of meetings. So what you can now say is that this is going to be open source, right? So this is going to be in between the gateways, like I explained earlier, mm. and quant will not be used for SATP itself. But it gets really interesting if you are Gil, and you have been thinking for 20 years about how to do this and what you need to do for this, right? So he's on the IETF, he's on all these boards and all these groups, and then decided to make his, his, his little gateways because they are the, and I'm just, just picking up my two vaporizers, it's not a promotion, but these are, these are the gateway things. And he yeah. already designed this because he knows that these things and the coils that go in here 
are going to be instrumental when this in-between space, now my pinkies, <laughs> no, it's getting real complicated, when that goes live. So if that's yeah. protocol, um, it, it, imagine thinking of Android. Android is, 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 is an open source thing. Imagine that you thought up that Android should be the solution. And whilst you are making all the connections and all the networks, you are on the back end creating your Samsung phones or your or your phones. Right? So 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 that is where the quant tokens are, the gateways are the Samsung phones, and and, and the QAT tokens are, are integral for that. Um, so it's really clever. It's really clever to have a solution and, and then create another solution for that solution and then monetize um, either one of those. Um, so there's going to be competition because there's other people that are going to be running API gateways. I mean, an API gateway, everybody can run an API gateway. But Quant already knew that this would be coming. They have been working towards this. So they will yeah. undoubtedly be first, in my opinion, all my opinion. Yeah. And they will, in my opinion, undoubtedly be the biggest. Yeah. And if you want to have a successful company, you need to be either first or the biggest. Sure. Yeah. Or, or both. And I, I think you're doing well on both ends. That's why everybody's so enthusiastic about SATP. And again, there will be competition and there will be other people that, that are going to, to have their gateway protocols and stuff, which is fine. Because if you think that the internet is big, imagine if all the hospitals, all the banks, all the governments are, are able to run their infrastructure on this protocol instead of using all these proprietary, very expensive means of value transfer right now. Imagine it's, it, it will obliterate the, the scale of, of, of what we can perceive as possible, the amount of data that is not being sent over the internet at this time is stupendous because, because it is not secure, because it is not to be trusted, because you cannot trust who's on the other end. Anybody can say whoever he is, whoever he wants to be. You have no way of verifying. I mean, how many email accounts do you have? I have like six. I use a VPN all the time. I have many different pseudonyms. I have different email addresses for many different things because nobody is to be trusted. Well, not DM you first. Why not? If everybody has a verified account, you can do that on a public permission network like Lagchain, for instance. Okay. Uh, uh, and hopefully, yeah, we're, we're, I mean, uh, I get you. I get, no, 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 it's, it's, cool. it's, cool. it's cool. No, no, no. Yeah, well, I'm all showing up, but um interesting stuff i mean yeah it, it's the entire strategy of 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 gilbert and the company and yeah i have written this in the chapter as well and keep referring to it and that's exactly the point that lined out it is and we talked about this in in previous uh, coffee shows last year also with boss and, and with uh, niels mm -hmm. i think but the entire way to kind of roll this standardization process out and how smart they are doing it. They are literally going to the core of the infrastructure and they have ingrained themselves in there. 
and yeah. they're like oh yeah by the way we uh we already now we have this standard we already have a product that exactly meets the uh, the standard that we just created together yeah <laughs> so yeah, in, instead of building a, a product for a standard they first built the standard themselves and then they yeah. they, they also have a product besides it yeah and what is interesting i don't know I don't know who said this, but that's the way Gilbert and Quant run. Whenever they go to all these events, they're not shilling Overledger. They're not shilling their, their, their product. No. They are just emphasizing problems, explaining problems top down. And if you are perceived to be the main leading authority on something, people will start asking around, around you. And then other entities will promote your solution to them. Exactly. So, yeah. so, so then they're coming to you like, okay, so that's this what is they've been doing with Oracle, for example, and Nexi. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's literally what they're doing, what we're seeing. Yeah. Let other people cool ask. Stuff, man. Yeah, yeah, really, for sure. Did you know, by the way, then we're talking about Nexi. I saw this tweet of uh, very yeah. briefly. Because New I'm partnership. Wanna... Yeah, with uh, Amy, I think, uh, oil company, something like that. Uh, yeah, energy. Yeah, something like some, some kind of uh, energy company. At least they're going to do the the, the, the payment uh, infrastructure for them. Which yeah, makes Nexi even bigger. And, well, that's good for us. Because more stuff on Nexi means more stuff probably on Overledger. Yeah, it's, it's ENI. It's ENI. You know. I, I, I pulled it up. Let's look really quickly because this is not also just an arbitrary crypto partnership. Here in Nexi, the European Paytech will be yep. ENI's preferred partner in Europe for the evolution and implementation of payment solutions for its business customers and consumers. So Milan, February 6, 2023, ENI and Nexi announced they have signed an agreement for the development of innovative electronic and digital payment services for ENI and its companies in Italy and Europe. The collaboration entails that Nexi will be ENI's primary partner, both ensuring the best evolution of existing payment services and defining and implementing new solutions to support the energy company's businesses, particularly sustainable mobility and planetude. To accomplish this goal, the companies will team up their best-in-class expertise in their respective markets. This partnership will enable ENI to improve the customer experience, Yada yada yada. In turn, Nexi will benefit from the opportunity to work with Eni to develop new business synergies and new solutions, as well as continuing to provide and enhance its digital payment services to the energy company. Um, yeah, yeah. Nexi, Europe's payta company, operating in high-growth, attractive European markets and technologically advanced countries, listed on Euronext Milan. Blah blah blah. So Nexi, public company. Uh, you juice, juice. Look at the description. There's more juice there. And Quant is indeed integrated into their infrastructure ever since they merged with Sia. Since Sia integrated yep. Quant back in 2019, 2020. So that's some nice stuff on the site. Um, yeah. Yeah. And there, there were more uh, tweet storms uh, today. So we, we had all the setup uh, SATP uh, thingies. And yeah, Nexi and there's yeah, uh, we there's needed to make article. choices. Yeah, you, you brought up Lackchain, so I, I thought I, I threw that in. Yeah, Lackchain won an award, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They Congratulations, yeah. Lackchain community. We won the hashtag social innovation category at, at Inatba org 
awards 2023. 7.8 million people benefited from the projects deployed on LACchain, hashtag blockchain networks orchestrated by at LACnet networks. LACchain is L-A-C-C-H-A-Y-N. And it's the Latin American and Caribbean blockchain network, uh, which yep. is uh, pretty huge. Quant will be uh, the infrastructure for the Latin American dollar. Um, if your mind is not blown enough already. And yep. um, in Adba, Gilbert's obviously uh, on there uh, with Quant. A uh, lot of congratulations in the comments by Crypto Nerd, just a tech guy, Jeff, Red Bongo, and uh, all the other usual suspects. Um, Blackchain is the thing to watch. We'll link a couple of videos or at least one in the in the cards because um, we covered them a couple of times. Yeah, congratulations. And Blackchain follows us. <laughs> it's also pretty cool. It follows us on Twitter. So congratulations, guys. Yeah. Good work. And uh, we can't wait. Social innovation. What's Social in innovation. store? Yeah, for sure. Okay, um, so uh, there was this article from Andrew Carrier. I think we need to address it today. You want to go to that one? Okay, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we we can skip over the... No, 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 let's go there. Let's go there. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, Let's see. So we have uh, February 7th, 2023. So that is hot off the press. I just had it in my inbox a couple of hours ago skim through it really quickly. And what I noticed um, is the, the title is interesting. Commercial Stablecoin Issuance, Part 1, Consideration and Benefits by Andrew Carrier. Um, ANZ, Christopher Agatra, oh, damn. Christopher Agatangelo. 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 And Deloitte. Deloitte, uh, they are tagged under the title. When I read through the article, I was like, okay, there is a lot of name dropping in there. And I'll just scroll down to the bottom because what is tagged is ANZ, good old Christopher, Deloitte, Financial Institutions, Finality International, Ian Taylor, ING, JP Morgan, KPMG, MICA, Mitsubishi and Japan, NetWest, uh, Progmat Coin, PwC, so that's PricewaterhouseCoopers, uh, Ramios, Ram Stablecoin, and Tönis Brosens. Um, there's a lot of quotes in here. That's why it sparked my interest of usual suspects that we know our partners with Quant or are like very, very likely. And KPNG is obviously one, um, same as says JPM coin, et cetera. So the quote from good old Christopher is distributed ledgers will help level the playing field by lowering the barriers to entry to financial markets. This is what we call a Gilbertism. And that's cool because this man is the head of digital capital markets and flow credit NetWest. And I know we sound a little bit like XRP Riddlers right now, um, but that's kind of how the FA used to work uh, back in the day. So the first paragraph reads, banks around the world 
including some well-known global brands, have begun issuing their own digital currency known as commercial stablecoins. The benefits are significant, but it's not all plain sailing. There are a variety of factors to consider before implementing. And um, go through this article, but there are four points, the factors that Andrew has written down to consider. Um, we want to go through. So as global bank interests in stablecoin issuance begins to build, there are several factors to consider, according to PricewaterhouseCooper. There's a hyperlink there as well. Um, let's, uh, let's put that also in the description. Uh, that's a PDF. Um, attestation is number one. An attestation report confirms the existence of the underlying assets which backed stablecoin. PwC advises that the reporting should be completed by a certified professional services organization. This sounds so super logical, right? It is, yeah. But is it? I mean, we have seen plenty of examples of, of deep pegging and, and other malpractices occur in crypto because this is obviously digital money. Um, so fraud can be a lot easier if there's not the proper guardrails, and I'll get to that in a bit. Um, but you need an, a, a professional third party to audit this. That's why we, Quanf Show, are no fan of exchanges, tax havens. Did you see, by the way, I don't know if that was, was fake or not, but um, apparently Binance is halting U.S. Yeah, I saw it. Withdrawals? Yeah, yeah, I saw it. Uh, but I was kind of puzzled what that means because they said, yeah. well, people aren't really using it anyway. So I was like, eh. <laughs> it was just a it's highlight. Don't have the details. So may maybe just forget about it or drop it in the comments. Yeah. Whatever. Um, but what yeah, you... attestation. So yeah, that seems like a logical first step. Like if you want to make things mainstream, at least get it checked and that it works. Yeah. Step two, nature of reserve holdings. A well-designed yeah. stablecoin requires a range of high-quality liquid assets for collateralization purposes. Yeah. Also, so, sounds very logical to me. Yeah, but... Looking at MICA, for instance, right? Mm -hmm. So that's uh, monetary yeah, the policy. European, crypto. Uh, yeah, exactly. Thingy. They dove into this and they tried to define, um, and I think they have, high-quality liquid assets. What are those? How do you define this? Is Bitcoin a high-quality liquid asset? Uh, asset. <laughs> Is Bitcoin liquid asset? <laughs> <laughs> sorry oh, this is nearing so the end of the episode so. yeah man exhaustion setting and exhaustion yeah. setting it now um so high quality liquid assets i think that that is not very easily defined and and there are already rules and regulations for banks to what extent they can have backing by uh, let's say oil or backing by let's say something else um i can imagine that if this becomes a thing that then crypto could potentially also be 
a means by which you can back something. But what does it have to, because this is an entirely new asset class. So everything needs to be defined. And I know they tried, right, with the stable coins. Can you remember USDC, USDT, uh, everything failed. Everything failed the test because they all, by the definition of the bank, de-pegged to their fiat peg, which is really funny to me thinking about this because the dollar and the euro both fluctuate a lot more than most stable coins do, but the stable coins need to follow the, the fiat. Cool. It's a little bit of a messy thing if you ask me, but I mean, we got to have benchmarks, right? Yeah. So, but... The, the nature of reserve holdings is really important because that's what went wrong with FTX. They just backed their fucking <laughs> investments with their own shitcoin. Yeah, um, with their own uh, algorithm. Okay, yeah. point, the third point, regulatory oversight and registration. Both the stablecoin and the legal entity responsible for its operation need to fall under the imprimatur of a regulatory body and outright and ought to be established in a in a well-governed jurisdiction with a well-established legal system. Yeah. Ooh, here is where it gets juicy. This is a direct step at most stablecoin providers, which are uh, all settled mm -hmm. in the Bahamas, the Cayman Islands, uh, and whatnot. Seychelles, Hong Kong, yeah. yeah. Pretty yeah, clear. That's a, that, the, yeah. It, we talked it about sense. it enough. Point four, technology. Uh, PwC. No, 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 no. I, I mean, it. Come on, what, what what else can we say, right? I mean... Okay. Yeah. Let me know in the comments how you feel. Move on. Technology. Yeah, uh, PwC advises that the overall usefulness of the stablecoin depends on how well its underlying technology integrates with conventional non-blockchain technologies. This, is a, this entire article is like stating the obvious. Like water is wet. Like nice job, guys. No, water is just water, I mean, dude. Yeah, water is what okay, fair enough. No, but I mean it, it's it's a nice part one. I'm not sure what is in the rest of the article, but yeah, so no, but but this part, right? According to PwC, a viable stablecoin ought to have four key characteristics. Name one stablecoin, one that we know that qualifies. Exactly. Quant. Perhaps, I think USDC. $140, $140 stable coin. <laughs> I, th I think USDC would, would come closest to it, but even yeah. that will fill in, in, in some parts. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so, so this is yeah. not so obvious, right? This is not so obvious. No. Yeah. So what is in the rest of the, 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 the article? Uh, over the course of the next few years, I would expect to see some stablecoin issuance pegged to euro and or sterling, or at least start being tested. Multiple banks have taken an interest in crypto and DeFi and in possible stablecoin issuance now that EU regulation has been finalized. Comments Tonus Brozens, the head economist for digital finance and regulation at ING. So, um, Cool. In a paper audited by Deloitte, who wants to be a stablecoin user, it's also author suggested in the nerd term, banks should work through the range of possible scenarios in which stablecoins could unfold, engaging strategy, blah, blah, blah. So they're giving all these, um, how do you say, handholds? Mm -hmm. Is that the right word? Yeah. 
they're laying the foundation, right? This is a part one. So they are yeah. educating everybody. They're providing sources as they should for every statement that they make as they should. And um, that's why there's there's a lot of the um, name dropping and tags in there. And, and, and basically, I think if I want to skip a bit over the article because I'm looking at the, the clock and uh, the other topics that we want to cover. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I'm, I think they are kind of uh, making, uh, at least as I'm interpreting this, they are kind of um, force rotative. What's the word in English? They're kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah what's the um, word? They're kind of yeah. already working towards the suggestion of, hey, stable coins might not be the answer. We might look, be looking at a CBDC. <laughs> no, you, no, no, you're wrong. no, you're wrong. No, you're wrong. No, you're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. This is oh. actually talking about stable coins, how they can be used between businesses, how it can be used um, between um, just just customers and businesses, et cetera. So oh, okay, okay, okay. The, the CBDC is a central bank coin, and that's going to be used for um, traffic back and forth from the central bank. And that's not necessarily going to be just a means of payment between customers and businesses or whatever. It could very well be that there is going to be a ton of stable coins um, that are then being used within different ecosystems. Uh, okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, re read your article yourself. Look it up. It's in the description, um, and it's some nice extra information schooling you all from Quant. And apparently, we also need to be schooled a bit more. So we'll do that. Yarno, we have uh, one final. Piece. In the second oh, part, a... they will. Uh, in the second, well, okay. This is the first in a two-part series of articles on stablecoin issuance. The second, in which we examine the risks, will be published later this month. Subscribe. Blah, blah. So, um, yes. How long yeah. are we in on this episode? We are uh, one hour and twenty-nine minutes in. Okay. Then, then, then we're gonna cut it off here. Then we're gonna we're gonna lift the the other topic. Are we though? Are we though? Because I think we we still can we say a bit about it or do you want to yeah yeah no we can so, I mean no we 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 can we can yeah sorry okay. sorry for cutting the, the the article I mean it's it's a nice technical discussion in all honesty and, and you know how I am always am with the technicals it's, it's not a nice. technical discussion it's no it's, I mean it's, no, 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 I, I mean I mean with, with with the stable coins and the la 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 it, it will happen in the future and will be relevant and I don't know. But I think that there are some things community-wise that we should be. Addressing. I disagree, but I respect your veto in this one. Oh, <laughs> okay. Um... Yeah. So there, there was some turmoil. Yeah, there, there has been some turmoil in yeah. the quant community um, re regarding Greg. Greg was kicked from. Uh, the Quamfi Lounge and from the main group. And I disagreed with that. I think it sets a very dangerous precedent. Um, I left I left the Quamfi Lounge. Mm -hmm. um, I, 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 I think the way that the mob, so to speak, is treating uh, Greg right now 
is very unjust. I think it is an, I think it's a travesty, to be honest. Um, I, th I think the man has developed a reputation in some people's minds, and there's a couple of people in there that have very large mouths, um, a very vocal minority um, that is leading the narrative. And I, I had my piece when I left, I spoke uh, with, with Greg and I was like, okay, so this is going to be it. And then Tim and I spoke in Dutch last episode and we dove in like, okay, so, so what is happening? Why? Why are we doing this? Why did, what, what does it originate from and, and what, what will it lead to potentially? Um, and it's, it's, it's a little bit of, 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 of a self-importance thing that was very valid in the beginning, but is an outdated um, conviction at this time since quant is growing, etc. It's like the, the story of the elephant. The baby elephant goes to work at a circus and he gets like this little piece of rope tied around mm. his paw onto a pole. And every time he tries to break free, it doesn't work. And every time the elephant grows up, he gets like a bigger rope and eventually rope gets taken care of, blah, blah. And then eventually they don't change the rope anymore because the elephant doesn't even try to escape anymore. He just gets used to whatever. <sighs> Lost my train of thought. The elephant has a conviction that, that that there is a certain truth and that the truth is that he will never ever escape because he can never ever break that rope and we feel i think that the quad community still thinks that they are the epicenter of everything that happens price wise with quant and that they need to defend their narrative and um their culture with tooth and nail is that the, the thing yeah. Um, I need a breeder, Tim. Can you take over? Yeah, no, uh, yeah. And, and, and basically, we, we discussed and, and things happened last week. So, uh, already uh, the heat is off for a bit, but we still felt like addressing this in English as well. And what we've just been seeing also with the fallout, and this is, by the way, the, the first English episode after the, the entire tokenomics video we mm. did uh, with mm. Greg is that well people for some reason they they cannot and and we were all, you were already going into the, the the importance of the community um but people are for some reason not accepting that some facts things you at least things you can check uh might not align entirely with their narrative and yeah. that is not making the community any better if if we can't have these whistleblowers every now and then who kind of keep us in check and and, and the way we, we treat them at least on on certain platforms isn't necessarily helping because that that is the the the, the metaphor of the elephant we can be clear entirely control the price of q and t anymore right it's it's we're getting bigger and bigger and most people don't even know who many of us are because there are more and more holders coming in that's the point to be clear, to make. Greg yeah. did not get kicked because of that, right? He got kicked not because, he, yeah. because he tagged Simachain 
and yeah. he tagged the U.S. Air Force, exactly. and he was he was blatantly wrong. He claimed that Simba Chain was built on Overledger, which yeah, no, is that wasn't which, correct. Which is false. We already knew that that was false. It was just poor choice of wording, in my opinion. What cannot be denied, and we have episodes on this very uh, channel, one of the first partnership videos in a partnership series, I'll, I'll link it. SimbaChain was a quant partner, no doubt. And if you look at the solutions that they provide right now, that is still quant tech. But... If they have a white label contract now and they're not a partner anymore, which could very well be possible because there is no trace to be found of a partnership anymore. Also, no trace of a termination of partnership, mind you. The writing is literally on the wall and they could be white labeling, they could be whatever they're doing, but the chances that they are not using Quantech are slim to none. But if they have a white label, they are under NDA, no doubt. They need to promote this as if this is their own thing. When they got tagged and the U.S. Air Force got tagged and they got accused, right? He technically accused Simba Chain of using Overledger and QNT as a result that could pose a problem for their partnerships, right? Governments, uh, military generally do not want exposure to pawn tokens or other crypto projects, either by reputation or by lack of knowledge or whatever, which also makes perfect sense. So they categorically denied, they, they, they commented under the initial reaction that they are not involved with the crypto company, there is no token and, and blah, blah, blah. Well, that actually underscored my belief that there is more uh, going on that reaches the eye, i.e. Uh, a white label. And they are correct because there is no need for the token for their solution because that all happens on the back end, blah, blah, blah. Long story short, Greg was wrong. In my opinion, also maybe to tag them uh, directly and, and use the wording he did. But okay, we've been schooled many times of not doing that. Don't tech companies. Uh, yeah, but that's but but that's where the problems arise because why can't he do that? Why? I mean, yes, he's stirring the pot. Yes, he's stirring shit. He did get a nice little response once again, which gave us a little bit of information. And in the end, there's not really any damage done. But this was a cumulative action. And he got kicked from the community. Then a couple of days later, I found that just a tech guy tweeted something. And bear with me. The trial of Socrates in 399 BC is a significant event in Western philosophy and has much to teach us about contemporary issues. Socrates was charged with impiety and corrupting the youth of Athens and despite his eloquent defense, he was ultimately sentenced to death by drinking hemlock. This trial raises questions about the intersection of free speech and religion, as well as the tension between individual beliefs 
and the opinions of the masses. In a similar vein, today's woke culture often involves cancel culture and the public shaming of those who hold different opinions or engage in actions deemed unacceptable by certain groups. Just as Socrates was accused of corrupting the youth, individuals today can face backlash for spreading what is perceived as harmful or dangerous ideologies. The trial of Socrates reminds us that it's crucial to question our own beliefs and engage in meaningful discourse, even with those we agree with, in order to arrive at a more just society. And we disagree with. Sorry. And we disagree with in order to arrive at a more just society. Thank you. So, yes, just a tech guy um, can be a little bit tinfoil hat sometimes, which is fine. Doesn't mean that he is wrong here, right? Yes, I do not agree with everything he writes all the time. I do not. And, and, and that's also okay. But this is so very much on point with the cancel culture and free speech religion. What do you think of the... culture and the religion in Comfy Lounge. We know tagging entities is, is frowned upon. Yes, mm -hmm. that has been um, instructed and people have been called out many, many times, myself included. On the other hand, there's a ton of admins doing it themselves on occasion. Yeah. And whenever the outcome is quote-unquote positive, fits the narrative, nobody bats an eye. But then when something backlashes and it interferes with our beliefs of the world and, and whatever, as, 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 if, as if the reaction of Simba Chain would have any meaningful impact on the Q&T price. As if. But still, Greg got, Greg got the boot. He got canceled. And that was after he was taking shit from people in almost every group on a daily. There, it, it is, and, and, and why? Because he communicated that there were 14.88 million tokens. Hello, motherfuckers, wake up call, it's on the blockchain. And, 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 and what bothers me so much mm -hmm. is that the blockchain data is what is real, right? There's no arguing with on-chain data. And that's still in the quant community group. And I know I'm, I'm, I'm going on very thin ice here. There are educated people there. And that they, they know blockchain. And they know how it works. And I'm talking about the veterans in this community. How, with a straight face, can we still share that there are 14.612 million tokens because it's wrong because it, it, it is wrong why because the blockchain is wrong and gil if you're watching this i love you my man i really do but the information that is being spread in your community channel is wrong and your admins are doing it wrong and why yeah i know people won't understand it's too difficult to explain. And, and I, I'm not going to name drop here, but I, I, I DM'd and I asked, why? Why do we still share the old numbers? Yeah, yeah, because, because that is, that, that is what, what, what we went with. And it's too difficult to explain to new people. 
that the numbers on the coin trackers are incorrect and it will create a lot of discussion. Who the fuck cares? Why would we care? What is the truth? What is right? What is wrong? We are in a community channel now with all our knowledge. I mean, most of the admins have blockchain backgrounds or developer backgrounds. You know the blockchain is the truth. Why are you intentionally spreading misinformation? I think it's yeah. wrong. I think we should not do this. And we should not be scared for discussion, for arguments. And if we're looking at um, Sebastian, he did want to come on the show. He didn't want to talk to other people. Why? Because he's afraid of the backlash by the people in the community. Because yeah, some I... of you guys are proper cultists. Because you are either uneducated or un un unwilling to adapt. And you're just attacking people. And we are going to get shit for this video. And that's fine. Because there is, and, and this is what the Quanfi show wants to be, a down-to-earth kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And if the facts change, so does our mind. I believe, was that Einstein that said it? I don't know. But well, how, how crazy is it to kick somebody from a community that has done so much research as Greg did? Mm -hmm. I agree. Because, because he got it wrong because he broke one of our social rules on our telegram guys what the hell are we doing what do we want and and again this is what we started with tim right the self-importance back in the day when quant was only on idex yes if you if you farted in the comfy lounge the price pumped or dumped depending on how the fart smelled mm -hmm. but right now we, we don't have that clout anymore. We don't have that impact anymore. And it's only going to get less and less. But please let the people that come to our quant community channel at least get correct information. And let's stop with punishing and, and shaming people that are doing the deep research. Yeah. I mean, we're ostracizing people for what? Exactly. Do, do we only want people to publish things that they know that are correct and that are right? I mean, we can fucking repost 10 million times the same goddamn quote and message from Gilbert, like a circle jerk. Doesn't add anything, doesn't improve the order of the universe. Getting things wrong every now and then, that does, that makes everything better. That helps us to learn to educate. I mean, we now learn that SimbaChain is most likely a, a white label, label and, and not a partnership. Which is amazing because that is like the core thing that Gilbert said that they would be approaching. They wanted to get their tech out there. They don't want to, to be well known. They don't give a shit. So this is oh. this is even more confirmation. Greg, well done, dude. Good job for getting this out in in the world. When we kicked him, we ostracized him from the community. And um, I think it's a shame. And this rant yeah. went on a little bit. <laughs> more uh with my heart rate but it's <laughs> I, 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 i'm really yeah. passionate about this i think i think no, it's disgusting i'm uh, i am quite I, I mean i've been quite passionate about this as well and it, the only thing i learned from this if is if we continue this kind of behavior mm. it's just really demotivating to start arguing with people if all the kinds of kinds of information that we all kind of distribute among everyone is just 
being said to be, well, it's it's fake because it it doesn't align with my ideas. <laughs> I mean, come on, that, that that shouldn't be an argument, right? Um, People said, yeah, well, you're just a retail investor. Yeah, well, I'm just a retail <laughs> investor, but I'm also just a retail investor that has done the research, has checked it on, uh, in multiple ways, <laughs> and um, which is also who is also being confirmed by the blockchain, the, the very reason that I'm investing here. And, and that the type of arguments that people are retreating into do increasingly not make any sense and we are only making ourselves ridiculous and it's just they're called fallacies right exactly and i think um if this path is to be continued it will demotivate people and it's not going to make the community any healthier and no. i at least what's left of being a community right because the my prediction is that all the things we are seeing right now will kind of start to evaporate as the future continues and things have been really well and well i really appreciate everything we've done but we should continue on a healthy path and that is correcting yourselves when new information enters and not just cutting people off as soon as new information enters yeah. reaches and, us and that's and exactly admins, what we're doing and admins need to stop gatekeeping yeah. what information should be consumed by the community because yeah. we, we claim to be transparent and such, but Not protect necessarily the community. No, uh, it's, I mean, if, if, if we cannot share everything, if people feel like they cannot share everything because they'll be attacked personally, then admins are not doing their work. And one admin that I've been that I've seen doing the work the way he should be is quantidian. Mm -hmm. I think he's been neutral. And I think that's so goddamn important. Yeah. That the admins are a neutral factor modifying behavior, not yeah. information, right? No, no, no I mean that, that, at that's the end of the, the day it is all about information and as long as the information yeah. aligns with what we know uh, and, and 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 is correct and not being gatekeeps is fine there there the is one is instance good, though if, the group I mean, is community the admins are the police officers true. they need to monitor the behavior of the people in there not the information no. if i'm walking no. on the street and i want to be there and i want to be screaming whatever the hell i want police mm -hmm. in the netherlands can't do shit about it but as soon as I start hitting people and smacking people or being truly um, in violation of, 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 of the laws of the rules, then they should act. But yeah. the, the, the nature of the information should not be modified. And the messenger no. should never be shot. God damn no. it, guys. No. There, there, there are instances, though, <laughs> where it is being justified. I mean, we've had this historical incident where actual confidential information leaked. Those are instances when you can intervene, and that's all fine, because that is ultimately hurting the company. <laughs> but in all and those Nobody got lynched for that. A... Nobody got lynched for that. No, no, not necessarily. It was just by accident, and we all acted accordingly. Um, and that's fine, but if other information is being gatekeeped for whatever reason, it doesn't necessarily make sense if you ask me. Yeah. I think, Why would you bring this information out, dude? 
Yeah. I can't remember which idiot uh, said it. Uh, yeah, and and also, I mean, we're not really <laughs> necessarily doing this for our own benefit. We're just trying yeah. to be as neutral as we are, and sometimes information is negative, and well, <laughs> that happens. And some information is positive. And uh, information yeah, is just information. That's what we said in the Dutch show, right? Yeah. Information is just information. Nothing is positive. Nothing is negative. It it just is. Yeah. Data, data is, and our interpretation, our labeling, that's what makes it one thing or the other. But that's a matter of perspective. There's no right or wrong, good or bad, whatever. And as soon as we start labeling information, which is neutral, or data, which is, which is neutral, that's one thing. But if we then start to filter things out because you don't fit our narrative or, or whatever, I think that's just also plain old wrong. Doesn't help Agreed. anybody. Doesn't help anybody. That's not going to help us. And uh, doesn't help the project help either. The I mean, we're nope. spreading misinformation now, right now, in fucking the main chat. How many no. tokens are there? There are fourteen point six million tokens. No, motherfucker. Sorry, no. It's just it... eight eight. No. Yeah, but Gilbert says I'm sorry. Gilbert is wrong. Yeah, and also. Uh, Nah, let's not enter this discussion again. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, that's about the 14.610 and the 14. Oh, yeah, the 14.612. Yeah. yeah. So the, even the that is not consistent. Uh, the, anyway. The, the initial typo. Ah, shit happens. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to I, I move towards the end. Yeah, yeah, um, let's close up. Yeah. So basically, um, a busy week. Yeah. Busy two weeks. There, there a lot, lots of things happened. We're still getting used to the two-week schedule, right? Yeah, last week, no. Last two weeks, dude. <laughs> last two weeks, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, I'm still waiting for an update, by the way, that ever happens. It's been ages. When H1? Um, <laughs> yeah, when H1, indeed. Um, we'll get there, we'll get there. But we did get a lot of fantastic other content. Sorry for skipping over the article about uh, stable coins. <laughs> it was a bit... Uh, yeah. Uh, it's gonna be uh, a, it was a bit short-sighted there, but yeah. yeah. Really it's going to be yourself. an important one, right? Because everybody, every new party that wants to establish a stable coin in the future will have to follow certain rules. I mean, Definitely. these stable coins, just a little last nuance, is like the USDC, USDT, whatever. If you want to create a stable coin, they have to abide by XYZ. And as soon as that is all hashed out in the future, then we could have a TQS stable coin, euro peg, dollar peg, yen peg, whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so not um, a CBDC. Those are some things that happen on the background, the fundamental yeah. FA. I think um, if you want to learn more about it, also with the SATP, the Secure Asset Transfer Protocol, mm. go uh, listen to the latest roundtable by Ghost. He also mm. talks about stuff. Yeah, Definitely check all the information out. And there's just so much going on. And well, Yeah, the place we'll, is uh, bubbling, man. Yeah, exactly. We'll try to keep you as best informed as we can. And there might be a new blog soon on our website as well. Try to keep you entertained. Are you well, not entertained? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's it for uh, as far as I know. I think we've been talking for almost two hours. Yeah, man, it's, um, it's enough. We we covered a lot. I think we did a great job once again. Yeah. Let us know, please, in the comments what you think. Leave a like, do subscribe, and um if you have any suggestions for the show, let us know. Um, yeah. 
kindly also, like I said, give some feedback, give us some to work with, and um, we'll do our best to oblige where we can. And uh, for now, check the resources in the description to uh, to make sure you're getting all the deeds for the things that are relevant to you. And then uh, in two weeks, we'll be back in English. There'll be a short, sorry, a highlight. I shouldn't call it a short, a highlight video in English coming Monday based on this video, most likely. And yep. um, until then, stay comfy. Stay comfy.